We're your hosts, Lizzie Kondravi and Brooke Volkert, and welcome to the All-American Dream Podcast. All right. Today we're talking all about testimonials. Yeah, and how important they are for your business and different tips and tricks on how you can leverage your clients' testimonials to get more business. And honestly, like we're talking to all people today, whether you have your testimonials on LinkedIn, on your website, on Google, or you're more old school and you have them in personal letters, notes, even text messages that you've gotten from clients, we're going to help you maximize all of these and talk about best practices so that way you can make sure that you're utilizing them and leveraging them to their fullest potential. Absolutely. So do you want to just dive right in? Yes, because I feel very strongly actually about this topic and this subject because I feel like it's something that agents are afraid to do. Like from speaking to agents in particular, I've noticed that it can feel really intimidating to ask for a review because you don't want to, first of all, you might be afraid of what they're going to say because you know there's those people out there that are like, I never give five-star reviews. Yes. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's always going to be people out there that are like that, but there's ways that you can kind of make it so it's not as intimidating. Not only that, it's also very beneficial if it didn't go as best as it could have gone, learning from what you could do differently next time. Absolutely. And we're not going to talk so much today about asking for testimonials. We do talk a lot about that in our Monday marketing emails that you should check out. And we'll include a link in the bio so you can subscribe. Yes. Um, but we're going to talk more about how to leverage them today. So number one is make testimonials part of your email marketing strategy. And if you don't have an email marketing strategy, that's step one. <laughs> Im- implement that today. <laughs> we'll have to make another podcast about that yes. here too. But if you do follow our Monday marketing emails, you will see our Monday, our Monday, our email marketing strategy that is going to help you. Um, I, I, we've heard a lot of great feedback. Uh, yeah, absolutely. On how it's helped people, though people have like almost mimicked it to work for them. Yeah, we, we see you. We see you. <laughs> and we're proud of you because we don't have the same target market. Absolutely. So feel free to use us as inspiration. <laughs> um, okay. So when you send out your email blasts about upcoming current listings, or we've seen some people do, you know, local events and stuff like that, mm-hmm. make sure that you are including at least one testimonial and spotlight, spot, spotlight it, highlight it in that email. So when people are seeing them, they're seeing a review every time mm-hmm. your little ad, I mean, your email is an ad kind of for you. But this is just another way to reuse those old. Smart. So, for example, set up a biweekly or monthly email campaign that has a quote from a past client, their photo and their home, and then a brief explanation of how you've helped them. People love to have stories behind them because, like, let's be real, especially in this market, it might have been their sixth home that they placed an offer on. And, you know, you can talk about kind of your winning strategy there. Yeah, and that's what makes you unique. And if you want to get fancy, you can target seller testimonials to the potential sellers in your database and buyer testimonials to the potential buyers in your database. And this segmentation will ensure you're not bombarding your prospects with messages that don't relate to them because as a buy, personally, as a potential buyer, I don't really care about that you got them the most bang for their buck on their listing. If anything, I'm like, crap, you're helping them get more money and making me spend more money. <laughs> <laughs> so um, email segmentation is a great way to also just leverage your email marketing campaign, which I guess we'll just talk about in another episode. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently this episode is about email marketing. I don't know. 
<laughs> okay, your turn. Lizzie. Okay, so another great way to do this is dedicate a page on your website. So if you go on the All American Dream podcast, another drop um is you will see of people who have been guests on our podcast of reviews and things along those lines so make sure you have a separate page or something that's really eye-catching or unique that draws your attention to it and then it can be like the customer spotlight or the reviews or randy's reviews or whatever however that goes and you you know you know of course you want to like step it up a notch by making this page searchable so kind of exactly what you said is the type of transaction so buyers can find the buyer's testimonials or the sellers can find that or so on. Um, so if you need inspiration, jump on our we- website and yeah, see. Yeah, link in bio or link in show notes. Yes. <laughs> um, and you don't have to be a coder to figure this out. You know, most... No, super easy. And the best part is, is that you don't have to reinvent the recreate the wheel, because if you do it on your website in a special special section or whatever, the font or anything along those lines, you can take those and then utilize them on your social media. Take screenshots of your website. That's a genius idea. I didn't even think about that ever. Boom. That's brilliant. Thank you. Um, That's really great. Speaking of social media. Speaking of social media, coming into our next one, but I just wanted to point one more thing out and just say, make sure you talk to your marketing or tech person that you have, whether you're at a brokerage and they're part of your brokerage or there's somebody that you hire personally, or you can reach out on like fiverr.com or those other little like task rabbit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can find people to freelance for you to help you with this because it's something that is, you might not see a return on investment right away, but investing in somebody to make these updates for you quickly, it could take you a full day, which is your time is valuable. So think about outsourcing that yeah but it's so important because anyone who goes and looks on you know researching you it's just like you do on anything right so if you're going to go to a restaurant you're looking at the google reviews to see like what did people Mm -hmm. order what was the staff like what's the ambiance like you know you do that anywhere so it's so important is invest in yourself and your business of having those reviews and testimonials And it also just establishes your credibility. Like when I Google somebody and I can't find them, I'm immediately like, well, maybe they don't take this seriously. Maybe this isn't their full-time job. Mm -hmm. Because if you were a restaurant, like you just said, and they didn't have a website, you'd be like, are they still in business? Mm -hmm. You know? So back to social media, which you helped me transition to (laughs) earlier. So in addition to having that website page, you should also actively share these words in your social media, which I think is super great that you mentioned taking a screenshot of your website. That's Amazing. You can take a screenshot of your website. If it's if your website's optimized for mobile, which it needs to be because this yes. is 2021. Yes. Screenshot it on your phone, crop the photo, and there you go. And then also using a marketing automation tool such as Hootsuite, which is actually what we use here at All American Title Company, um, or Planoly, which is what we use for the podcast. That way you can schedule these status updates or posts on Instagram to link to your testimonials page. So when you share a post on Facebook and somebody clicks on it, they can go to your other testimonial page, see more of your other testimonials. And so then that way you're kind of getting a double hitter. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. And then you can also leverage your social media by asking your happy clients to post a positive review about the experience they've had. So not only can you post pictures of your old reviews or your current reviews, you can also make posts asking for reviews. Yeah. And if people say something in the comments being like, wow, that was so helpful. Brooke loved that, you know, that you were great helping me find my, I mean, you can use all, all of it. Yeah. I, I love people's, um, I've seen people post screenshots of Facebook comments before, and I actually kind of like it because it's like, 
it just looks trendy kind of, mm-hmm. you know, or like you see those pictures on Instagram of tweets, people post tweets to Instagram, yes. you know? Yes. So I don't even have a Twitter, but I see tweets. So that's ways that you can kind of, you know, reuse that content, which I love. So let's do a 180 now from social media. Okay. So this is something you should like implement today. It is very easy to do. doesn't take very long. Today, get this if you don't already. You can hear her clapping. (laughs) (laughs) Have something in your email signature. You should already. Like you have your website, right? So, you know, you should have something along there that says like, learn what my clients think of me or check out my latest reviews. Something because you're emailing these people. Let's just, I mean, let's be honest. You're emailing quite a bit. You're emailing throughout the transaction. You're emailing to lead generate, whatnot. And so you should definitely today, besides have like, here's my Facebook page and my Instagram handle and my page of, you know, Lizzie Gartland or Lizzie Kondravi rocks.com <laughs> or whatever. Um, Wait, do you have an old? You, no, no. <laughs> um, but you should have something. I know for my personal in my signature here at AAT is I have my LinkedIn page. So, you know, I want people to go on there and shoot me a testimonial on how awesome I am. (laughs) And this is not even on our like list here today that we have prepared that we've researched for y'all. But we something that we found a lot of success at at All American Title Company is sending out an email after the transaction and automating it. You can automate it your emails to send out using your CRM. So people can be nervous about whether or not, you know, it was a good, if it's going to be a good review or not. But the thing is, is it's important to know if it's not a good review, just as much as it's important if it's a good review. Because you want to learn what you could do differently. And also, I don't know about you, but when I like Google and things like that, if it's all perfect, it doesn't seem real. Yeah. Like there's something wrong there because we're not all perfect. So you don't want, you know, you don't obviously want to highlight the one star review that you got, but you want to have that stuff in the mix a little bit. So people think that like. And if you're all perfect, that's super, super great. Like we're not saying we're not. I'm sure you're everybody listening to this is perfect and has perfect reviews, but it's important to respond to those right away. You don't want to not know. And then handling how you handle it is also because then even on our stuff, when we've had, if there was a bad experience, um, our closing operation manager reaches out to them personally with a phone call and then responds to the review. And that makes then it even better for the being like, okay, actually, you know, it was just a hiccup. It's okay. They, they handled this well. And, and it heightens your credibility. Have you ever seen reviews where then the owner like attacks yes. the reviewer? bad thing to do. I feel so uncomfortable reading those because I'm just like, oh my gosh, this person's obviously, the person reviewing is right that they had a bad experience. And you can tell by the response of the owner who's like, you're a liar, like whatever. It's It's like like, cringeworthy. Very cringeworthy. So there are ways to respond to negative reviews. And we are planning on having another podcast about that. we got a lot of good content planning. We have planned coming up here (laughs) for you. So on that is I have been bringing up Google and things along those lines of Google reviews and things along those lines. So to our next point, Cookie. Don't forget all the other national search sites. So like Zillow, Realtor.com, there are so many different websites, which can be kind of overwhelming, but Zillow and Realtor.com are the main hitters. Um, There's thousands of potential buyers searching on these sites for homes and agents. And especially even when they Google you, those are going to be the top ranked websites that show up with your name attached 
with realtor or loan officer at the end of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So agent profiles are often ranked by their activity and reviews in search results. So the amount. And there are top producing agents in Minnesota who have barely any reviews. And it is shocking to me. And that could be hurting their search. Their SEO. Their SEO, you know. And um, my agent who helped me on my personal deal is actually a genius when it comes to this. And I'm sorry if I'm giving away his tips right now. (laughs) But what he did to me is, I don't know if it was like my one year home anniversary or if it was six months after whatever it was. He sent me my original review, my initial review. So it was exactly what I wrote when I bought a year Mm -hmm. before. And then he... um, sent a link. So I did him on Google for, I reviewed him on Google first. And then he sent me a link to my, a cop. He copied and pasted my review in the email. And then he sent me a link to Zillow and he was like, Hey, it would mean the world to me if you could copy and paste this and put this into Zillow for me. He made it. All I had to do was copy and paste his email, click on the link to Zillow and leave him another review on another search site to give him more credibility. But I didn't even have to redo anything. And it was a great way to stay in contact with you. And did you use him again? Yes. So there you go. <laughs> and I was happy to do it. I was happy to help him out. Not only because I'm in the industry and I understand how important it is, but also because you are somebody that means a lot to your client. Whether you found they're a personal friend of yours or you have found them on using a lead site like Zillow, you've helped them with the, one of the biggest transactions of their life. Yes. So you matter to them. Yeah, you might get invited to Thanksgiving dinner. Who knows? So don't be afraid to ask, okay? (laughs) Make sure that you're taking advantage of all these channels because a robust profile could mean all the difference when a potential lead is thinking about contacting you. Great tip, girl. Well, that was that about that, I guess. Yeah. That was quick. Stay tuned to our next episodes. Our next 17 episodes that we have now (laughs) that we're like wanted to elaborate more but weren't. Um, well, you'll find these tips and tricks on our blog. So please go visit our website and you'll be able to not only get access to this on our blog, but then you can see some of how we utilize our testimonials on there and sign up for our Monday marketing emails. Oh my gosh. Great plug, Lizzie. I love that. Thank you. Um, on top of that too, our Monday marketing emails, if you sign up for them, we have more tips about testimonials. So you can check out all the ways that we're trying to get people to subscribe. So you can utilize that for yourself on your website, but also subscribing will help you to learn more as well. Mm-hmm. Blog and then Instagram. We have our Instagram guides, which we have this information on our Instagram guides. So we have, whether you're on our website, our emails, or our Instagram. One-stop shop. Or a million stops if you want. Whichever <laughs> stop you want, shop. Whichever stop you want, shop. Love it. Love it.